What I would say is one of the most important skills of data scientists is the ability to look at a business problem as a data science problem. Hi, my name is May and welcome to another edition of Mathematicians. I'm joined here by the amazing Addy, who basically he has a background um, with a degree in electrical engineering. He worked for a startup before joining IBM as a data scientist and more recently he now works as a product-focused data scientist within a technology company. So welcome to the show, Addy. How are you doing? Thank you, May. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. Fantastic. Um, yeah, that, that was a very kind introduction. <laughs> it was accurate. Um, so why don't we start off by sort of walking us through your journey because you've come from an electrical engineering background and you did a degree in that and you actually worked in that sphere as well before becoming a data scientist. So walk us through your journey. Sure. Um, as you'd mentioned, I studied electrical engineering during my undergraduate and straight out of college. I worked on my own startup. We designed low-cost you know, vehicle trackers for public transport buses. Right. Worked on that for two years, figured you know, most of my knowledge up until this point is of CS and data science is self-taught. Right. Um, so anything interesting that I could do with the data that we collected was a black box to me. So I figured it's a good opportunity to get my hands dirty with the data science course, explore new opportunities in the US. So I did my master's in data science from Columbia. Um, and then I joined IBM as a data scientist, Work, worked over there for a couple of years, um, a little over a year actually, and now I'm a data scientist with Audible. Fantastic. I use Audible. <laughs> it's great. Um, so tell us then, like, you know, what sort of prompted you, I mean, you spoke about, you know, you had all this data and then you chose to do the master's course at dates, as a data scientist at Columbia. How did you come about selecting that course? And more specifically, how would your experience and advice sort of uh, translate from the perspective of we have a bunch of MOOCs that people can go on, we have advanced courses in things more classical like statistics, but you've chosen to do something like a more modern data science degree, for example. What advice would you give to people in terms of how you sort of decided the best path to sort of go to mm -hmm. enter this career? That's a good question. So right off the bat, I was clear about what I wanted to do after the program. So I wanted to be a data scientist at a tech company. That is an experience that I just wanted to have. So I was very clear on that. Um, and based on that, I you know, shortlisted a couple of programs, um, specifically like data science pro uh, programs. So what I would look at, what I would advise people you know, who are look looking for these kind of data science programs is, what kind of backgrounds do they assume that you can't come in with? So, for example, the Columbia Data Science Program was quite general purpose. Um, we had people even from like an art history background coming in to make a switch. So I thought this is a good opportunity. Like it doesn't assume any prior knowledge in CS or statistics. So it, it would work for me. Um, and also the fact that um, Columbia is an Ivy League brand. Um, that open that the, the sorry the brand itself opens a lot of doors for you um, in terms of opportunities and connections, uh, especially at you know, things like a tech company. So I would say honestly to summarize it, look like be clear about what you want to do after the program. So did you? How did you come across getting your current role? You know, posting that degree, for example. What was that experience like? Um, so the so my 
Because you don't have any internships as a data scientist. You just did this advanced degree and crossed over. Oh, no. So I actually interned at IBM through the summer and the fall, and then I joined full-time uh, after my program. So that, that, that was my journey. So I got the internship through the career fair at, at Columbia. Um, did well through the internship, got offered for a fall internship, and then got converted to a full-time. So that's, that's usually the, the easiest progression, I would say, is to get a good solid internship under your belt, um, which is, I, I think is the best possible path because like, it gives the company a chance to sort of uh, get to work with you yeah. on a smaller scale and before you join full-time. Okay. And if someone is you know, considering doing an advanced degree in statistics versus one in data science, you know, what, do you think it matters even? You know, are they going to pre be presented any differently? Do you have a slight advantage doing one in data science or sticking to something more classical like statistics? That's a good question. So if you're trying to do, if you're applying to data scientist positions explicitly, right. I don't think it explicitly matters whether you have a degree in data science or in statistics. Okay. But again, I'll put that, I'll say that with a, with a caveat, that um, having a data science degree helps you with that initial filter of like when recruiters go through a resume, you know, a data science degree is way more obvious than say a statistics degree. Um, but in the end, to get to land you the role, you need to have the necessary skill set that the company is looking for. But the company would typically be agnostic to what kind of background you come up with, CS or statistics or explicitly data science for a data scientist role. But I think a data science degree would explicitly help you with that initial filter of making it through. I, I, I see where you're coming from because you still need to get through those gatekeepers most of the time. And That's true. They're going to filter accordingly, so you kind of want to present yourself in a way that optimizes you know, their search results as well. Right. So as a data scientist now working in a very sort of product-driven role, so you know, t walk us through how what you do adds value in terms of you know, what types of data sets are you looking at? What types of problems are you trying to solve for the business from a very broad level, of course, and what tools are you utilizing to do that? Sure, sure. So um, I primarily, primarily look at customer data and we try to use this customer data to optimize, say, promotional campaigns or how to, like, broadly speaking, how do we better sell a product using this sort of, personalized customer experience. Um, that would be like the broad problem statement in terms of what, I, what my current role entails. Coming to, to, the, to your question about tools, um, I would say Python is my bread and butter. <laughs> and um, you know, things like sklearn, or if, if you want to like build a deep learning model, then something like TensorFlow or MXNet would be something that I use on a day-to-day basis. But that's from, from a modeling perspective. Um, from like a data wrangling or you know, data querying perspective, things like SQL, Spark, or something that I touch upon. What would you say is one of the biggest misconceptions about working as a data scientist? That's a great question. Especially you've done two very different roles as mm -hmm. well, so I'm quite curious to hear your thoughts. I think stakeholder expectations. Because um, in a lot of companies, uh, senior executives I've heard about the magic that you know data science can create and add you know business value to, but it's also important to understand how that magic is delivered, and a lot of it and a lot of that in quotes magic again. And I'm you know I'm not going to say that you, know, you promise the moon. <laughs> that comes from 
having the right data, the right kind of data, the right amount of data to solve the right kind of problems. Um, being cognizant of that is um, is important, and I think it's not it doesn't happen often in the, in the industry. I would say managing stakeholder expectations from data science perspective is one of the biggest misconceptions. Right. So I mean, it sounds like very much interpersonal related. Would you say? What would you say from your perspective is the most sort of exciting aspect of working as a data scientist and has that carried through consistently in every role? Like, you know, what's your experience? I think personally what excites me professionally um, is the impact that these data science problems have that can be seen in real time. So for example, if you build a model that can target customers more effectively right. and it creates a greater you know, sales number for a particular campaign, then you see it like for sand, those experiments run for sand, your model, your model is in production, see those numbers go up, and that is pretty exciting. Um, so for, for me, um, I would say that the impact that these problems have and the fact that you can see these experiments run real time and you know, see, see the, the results immediately is what's really exciting. Awesome. And would you also say that what you do, because it's product driven, is something you can take and apply to various types of products within the industry, even if they're digital products, service-based products, etc. Is it very sort of um, plug and play? You can basically take whatever it is you've done now into another absolutely. industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is a very transferable skill. Mm -hmm. um, especially the insights and the experience that you get in working with this kind of product data is very transferable across multiple verticals. Okay. It's not just restricted to digital products alone. Sure. So in, in, that, in that vein as well then, um, another question sort of wanted to explore is, what do you feel is the single most important skill that one needs to develop as a data scientist, or machine learning engineer, et cetera, what would you say is, um, and if possible, not necessarily technical skills, but on a broader level? Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that, you know, um, it's uh, the effort to acquire those technical skills required to be a data scientist are pretty democratized in, in today's society. Like you have a lot of massively open source um, courses on, you know, different platforms by different universities that are freely available to you. Like you, you basically have access to world-class education to become a data scientist. Yeah. But what I would say is one of the most important skills of data scientists is the ability to look at a business problem as a data science problem. Or let me rephrase that, actually, like how, how, um, how the most important skill is to be able to pitch the business value of a given data science problem. Because as engineers, it, it gets easy to get caught up in like, you know, doing like these really cool models and you know, <laughs> learning the most cut, cutting edge stuff and trying to implement that. But is this going to solve my business problem? Like, you know, what's the incremental value that it's going to bring? Being just cognizant of that as a data scientist and being able to sell that to you know, upper management or whoever stakeholders are is very important. So, and that, get, that gets missed. So could you walk me through an example of how you know, imagine I was a CEO of X company and um, you know, I have a problem, define what the problem is. How do you then translate that into a data science problem? And then how do you sell back to me what the solution is in terms of moving forward? 
Uh, that's a really good question. Um, so say you're a senior vice president um, who may not be very savvy with machine learning. Um, and you, and I know that there's a business need for say some sort of, I, I as a data scientist have identified a particular area where a machine learning model can basically automate a given process or maybe provide some sort of incremental value from whatever is existing, right? As a data scientist, I would say, you know, I've used this really cool um, multi-layered perceptron or like, you know, this like really cool recurrent neural network to uh, solve this problem and, you know, it, it gives me 95% accuracy or, or gives me an F1 score of 91. I'm talking in, in terms of like a data science metric, right? But instead, if I were to pitch to you as a vice president, I would have to be cognizant of the fact that you don't really care about really cool machine learning models, or you don't really right. care about 95% accuracy. Yeah. You care about how is this going to improve my business, right? How is this going to add business value? And so I would try to pitch my sale to you while proposing this project in terms of a business problem with a business statement that says, this is going to incrementally increase your sales by 5%, for example, or this is going to reduce um, dependence on a very manually intensive process by 50%, something like that. So it sounds like it's very valuable to actually possibly come from the business and become a data scientist, or at least have that commercial acumen developed, as well as an understanding of how to really tell stories to people that are non-technical and convince them in understanding how your solution sort of fits their problems. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. So do you feel... Um, you know, given that, you know, a lot of the times you're selling or presenting your solutions to people that are non-technical, they're the ones that can really make the decisions that have the impact ultimately. Do you feel there is a growing place for automation to sort of um, allow them to be able to directly interface with these data science tools more easily and cut out the middlemen, quote unquote, being the data scientists? Or do you feel that, you know, even if we have these tools, we're still really going to need data scientists for the short term to medium term foreseeable future, what do you see that place of automation sort of uh, becoming in the industry? So I, I don't think, so I, again, I'm not gonna say that data science or the profession of being a data scientist is, is gonna be just as popular as it is today, 20 years down the line. But from the current trend that I'm seeing with, with respect to automation, I feel like a lot of low value or low-hanging fruit kind of tasks are getting automated within the data science pipeline. Mm -hmm. But there is still plenty of requirement for more high-value stuff that can be undertaken by a data scientist. So I don't see the data science data scientist role becoming obsolete with this automation. I would look at it more in terms of a data scientist being more equipped with these automated tools to like run models faster, to test faster, uh, which can eventually lead to better solutions in a short amount of time. Okay, that totally makes sense. Um, so I guess another question I had was, you know, how do you see the industry evolving from a specialization perspective? What sort of branches do you see or are you seeing sort of develop that, you know, companies are having more interest for data scientists to specialize within? Uh, that's a good question. So I, I guess that would depend from depend with each company, yeah. uh, because each company has a different definition of a data scientist. Yeah, absolutely. 
so it's it's, <laughs> it's difficult to like yeah um, because it's it's a it's an all-encompassing term data scientist really um, but indeed there are specializations so things like product data scientists work directly on the front lines of say your product related metrics whereas you also have research data scientists whose main responsibility is to say develop new cutting-edge algorithms right um, I for example won't spend much time on research but I would probably like try to see what's best for this given business problem and try to solve it quickly whereas a resource data scientist might look at something as can I improve this algorithm uh, incrementally uh, to deliver better performance um, so yeah that uh, there, there are many different those are two broad specializations and then you also have the role of a machine learning engineer whose main job is, as far as I see it, is um, to productionize models yeah. and set up the infrastructure for the models that a data scientist develops. Okay. And what about things like, you know, natural language processing or people, do you feel like there will be a growing need and interest in that? Just broadly speaking, I know every industry is obviously different. You know, you might have media companies, for example, wanting more of that NLP. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't. You know, it, it does change, but are those specializations worth exploring further if people do really want to specialize, if they really like specific industry? Is that something that you see as a possible trend for the future? Um, so that, again, boils down to the individual's interest. So if you're someone who enjoys working with text, you would obviously choose to specialize in NLP. Um, but if you like images and, you know, image-related problems, um, you could be an image specialist or, you know, if you're just interested in, in, I mean, I personally, I am excited by high impact problems, regardless of how they come. So everything is, is a means to an end. Um, so if something requires a text-based solution, I am more than happy to dig my nails into a, uh, you know, an NLP toolkit. Um, but again, I would say it, it depends heavily on individual's interests. One thing I'm hearing more and more from data scientists is they're very like driven by what the problem is and very curious about how they can go about solving it with whatever tools they have. So it doesn't really matter what company they're thinking of going to as long as the problem looks interesting and you know it sparks their curiosity to continue to solve and delving further. So would you have any sort of general advice for aspiring data scientists in terms of getting into the industry and preparing for interviews, anything that you found really beneficial, tools, resources whatsoever? Sure. Um, I would suggest definitely having a good online, like a solid online portfolio, especially on, on GitHub or maybe competitive data science websites like Kaggle. Try to, you know, it, it helps because one, it gives you experience in working with data, um, real-world data. Two, it gives you a window into what's actually out there. Um, so that would be, that would be, my, and then three, it also is a, a great way to showcase what you already know. Because, um, I mean, it's, it's difficult to gauge your skills and, you know, your strengths based purely off of a one-page resume. But if you can direct somebody to your GitHub repository or a blog that you have, it becomes clear that, you know, um, what, 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 your, what your skill sets are. Fantastic. Well, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, Addy. Thank you so much for joining us. 
Hope you enjoyed the show today. Please do drop your comments below, like, follow, share, and I'll see you on the next episode of Mathemagicians. Have a great day.